you're listening to the Seven Transformations Podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. Well, hello, hello, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is Tudor, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. Today's episode is titled, What is Your Slogan? And we titled it as a transformation exercise because I thought of this neat idea the other day that we all carry around with us a slogan, whether we say it or not, we have some sort of thing or, or, you know, phrase, catchphrase that we promote to the people around us. You know, we're always talking, whether we are talking to other people or talking to ourselves, saying things to ourselves, even in our own mind without saying them out loud. And these words are very powerful in shaping our point of view in the way that we behave with other people, in the way we see the external world. So the idea came to me that it's a lot like your slogan, because a slogan is a very powerful phrase. It's a it's a tool to give us an immediate kick of what the purpose of that business is or organization. What is their main value? What is their highest good or desired outcome in the world? And in you know, you know, a few words. So what if that's something that we can carry around with ourselves. We can treat our own, you know, personalities, our own selves in society as little mini organizations that are, you know, doing service through our marketing ourselves. You know, when you complain, for example, a lot of us are guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. When we complain, what is our slogan at the time? You know, oh, the world sucks or, you know, I hate this or that. That is an often repeated statement that can become a slogan. Likewise, you know, you have positive things. People use mantras and affirmations and, you know, life mottos uh, in today's world to help themselves get in a more positive state. So language is a very powerful tool in general. Uh, in the book that I'm writing, The Seven Transformations, that's what this podcast is pretty much about. Uh, one of the things I bring up is the power of, of language because I've learned it in my own life. And uh, not that I'm a master at it, but I've learned of the power of language and of the power that words have in helping us to create a life we love or sabotage us. You know, and that's what this podcast is about. So, you know, these days we have a lot of things that are constantly going around. Like, for example, memes, you know, you've got uh, all kinds of little slogans going on that are usually pretty funny. They're more to make fun or, you know, share a particular mini experience like, you know, that moment when you walk in on a Friday night or something like that. And that's that little emotion that everybody's had on that particular moment and everybody can relate to. And for a couple seconds, you get a little dopamine hit and you like it and then you move on. And those are neat, but what if we can employ that same kind of mechanic in a more powerful, in a more transformational way. And that's what this exercise 
is about. It's about creating a slogan or being aware of even the slogans that are operating in and around you all the time. Because again, you are always talking. And believe it or not, you have multiple competing slogans going on in your life. You know, and these are points of view. That's essentially what it is. This is your point of view that you see the world through. And we all have one. I have one. You have one. Your neighbor has one. The person, you know, that you're sharing your bed with has one. And what it boils down to really is that these slogans come from two organizations. Let's keep the business metaphor going here. You know, one type of organization is creative and wants to bring things in the world. It is generative. And the other type is cynical. It's not based on what's possible, but rather the opposite. It's based on what's not possible. And you see that all around you all the time. You see cynical messages, you know, hashtags, all kinds of things. And like I said, you also see creative things. You know, I know that when I would go to concerts with my friends, what's very popular in the EDM world, if you're familiar with that, is the idea of PLUR, which is an acronym that stands for Peace, Love, Unity, and Respect. And that is a slogan that is a representative of that culture. Everybody knows what it means. Everybody knows, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a way of conducting yourself. It is a code of action. It's a, it's a common cultural slogan. And you have a lot of those things, you know, constantly being generated, like I said. So which one do you listen to? It's not like you have just one. There are constant voices, you know, like the Native American metaphor of the dark wolf and the white wolf. That's something I talk about all the time. It's like, which one do you feed? You know, and that's basically acknowledging that we have constantly a, a set of opposing values and forces in us all the time. So so what's your slogan? You know, here we go. I mean, let's let's think about that. You know, first off, how do you create a slogan? You know, again, go with the business metaphor. You know, what what do a what does a business do when it creates a slogan? Well, you have to think about what is it that you want in the world? What do you want to see in the world? What do you want for yourself? You know, we're all driven by different things and at different times. Those things can change all the time. So a lot of these questions can help elicit your creative brain to start working because one question may relate to one person and vice versa. But what do you want to see in the world? What do you want to see for yourself? What is your highest value? What do you believe? What is the highest good attainable? What do you want most for others? What is your vision or impact in this world? What is your life purpose here? What do you want to leave behind? Or simply, you know, what do you do? What do you like? You look at a lot of company slogans, they have to do with some sort of relational impact. What is it that they're trying to give you or provide the world or, you know, something that you can count on or something to do with the quality of the service that they're providing you? or even the experience. Maybe a company's highest value is comfort, and they want to know that every experience with them will leave you with a sense of comfort. You know, So that is, those are some important questions to ask yourself. And again, this boils down to taking time for yourself to begin with. Having the time to stop 
and to listen to yourself and what are some of the things that you say to yourself what do you say to others a lot of us don't realize how powerful we are with our language because when you talk and you talk to other people you are shaping their points of view as well and this is how information becomes toxic or very positive you know I know that there was a lot of videos about the impact of social media and how it's spreading information and what kind of information and how there's a, a, a need to be responsible for the information that you share. And in a sense, that is true because you are shaping other people's worldview. And if you have that awareness, if that's important to you, then you can take a look and see, okay, you know, what, am, what are the, some of the things that I say on a regular basis? Do I tend to be cynical? Do I tend to be positive? Am I uplifting? Am I talking about, you know, deep things or whatever, transformation or, you know, my life purpose or things that I'm excited about and creating in my life? Or am I usually sticking to more, you know, comfortable conversations about the weather, the movies, or even politics, although that's not really comfortable these days. But the point is, what are what are you talking about? Just being aware of that. You know, and that's the first step. And when you can be aware of that, then you have the ability to look and see, okay, what are some of the things that maybe I should talk differently about? What can I do to adjust? Are you fine with where you at where you are at in life? Are others fine? You know, what are others saying about you? A lot of times we see parodies of businesses. You know, uh, like, for example, you'd have a business's logo and then, you know, some kind of parody catchphrase underneath. You know, we all know what the real catchphrase is or slogan, but there's been a parody made because of the actual experience with that company. And that's funny, but human beings work the same way. What you do to other people is you train them. You train them to think a certain way about you. You occur a certain way to people based on your behavior. And that's why first impressions are so important, because it's a new slate. There is no history. At the end of the day, if you are somebody who is living a transformed life, if you are creating your life, then forgiveness is part of that life and working forward and letting go those things are healthy habits, but history is still very difficult to account for, especially if that history is negative. So we always have to look at our impact on other people with what we say uh, and, of course, what we do. And it's not like that is something that you can get perfect at. Everyone is guilty of it. I am guilty all the time, you know, of doing things that I later realize, oh my gosh, that really might have occurred you know, in a particular way to this person. And it's a, it's a learning process of what you choose to let go and what you choose to keep because on the other end of that, it's not like you need to change absolutely everything about yourself and accommodate to everybody. So again, it's a fine balance. But what do other people say about you and your quote-unquote business? How would they describe it? Would they parody it or would they give you good reviews? You know, we can you ask the people around you what they think of you? That would be maybe the bonus part of this exercise is would you have the courage 
to have a coffee with the people closest to you and ask them, hey, like if you were to give me a slogan, what would that slogan be? And be authentic. Like if I was a business, based on my actions and what I do, like what's, you know, what's my slogan? A lot of times we make fun of each other with GIFs or GIFs, you know, memes, hashtags, all kinds of things like that. Those are little mini slogans, the meaning that we have created around a particular person or an event or an experience. So this kind of thing happens all the time. And are you willing to take a look and see what is it around you? So, you know, this is just a simple exercise. I won't take too much of your time with it. But try. Try spending some time on your own. And in general, that should be something you should do. Having some time to yourself so that you can stop from the momentum of life. Because the redirection that we can do when we stop is critical for achieving what you want in life. Achieving happiness, achieving you know, balance, achieving, you know, creating what you want with the people you love in and all that stuff. One of the things I constantly mention and I find extreme value in my own life is the value of quality time, quality time with yourself, with no distractions, silence. I think I just read a recent article saying that, you know, silence, rats exposed to two hours of silence, they grew their brain, you know, um, parts of their brain grew like 30% or something like that. So, you know, whatever that means. But the point is that it's not, it's not a surprise. Being alone with yourself has been a practice, a spiritual practice for as long as we can remember, just like fasting. And there's value to those things because especially now with all of the crazy stuff and information going around, all the hashtags, all the memes, all the gifs, all the constant banter, we lose sight of the stuff that really matters. You know, I was at a presentation once and I had gotten a ticket there. Somebody had gotten me a ticket. And the speaker I thought was going to be, you know, very inspiring and whatever not. So I went there and uh, I was a little bit let down because I realized that it was a lot of talking, but not really saying a whole lot. And for me, you know, for other people, it seemed like they were having a great time. So it wasn't really my thing. And who knows, you know, I'm sure that that person had a lot of value to convey. But the point is, is that in today's world, just to parallel it with all the other communication information we're constantly getting, there is a lot of talking all the time, but we're not really saying the things that matter as much anymore. And that requires slowing down, stopping, taking a look, and readjusting. So I'll give you a few slogans. We'll end with a couple of these examples. I had a few of my friends on Facebook give me some of theirs. I said, hey, if your life was a slogan, what would it be? And I'll start with a few that I like uh, just from my own experience with a couple of stories. So the first one, I was at a a wedding ceremony for my friends, Christian and Anya. They were getting uh, married. It was a reception here. And at the end of the reception, we we had a game of all the married couples to go on the floor. And basically, the announcer would say, okay, 
you know, if you've been married for five years, you know, step off the floor. If you've been married for seven years, so on and so forth. So slow and steady, everybody kind of left. And my parents actually had gone on there and uh, they were one of the last couples on the floor. They've been married for, I don't even know, I'm going to butcher this probably, but 35 years, no, 30, 33 years, sorry, because I'm 34. Yeah, they've been married for a while either way. So they were one of the the final winners there, the champions. And so I remember the DJ asking my mom, he said, you know, what? what's your secret? What's your message to everybody? <laughs> and she says, don't quit. And they everybody just starts laughing, you know, and it was just a, a funny moment. You know, it was such a simple little slogan, a simple phrase. But although we kind of made fun of it or laughed at it, it was very, very simple and very straightforward. I think it's one of the best slogans you can have about anything because at any point in time, you're going to be tempted to quit. And generally speaking, any kind of life you want to live that's beyond surface level, you know, survival, you're going to want to quit because it's not easy to achieve the things you want. And there's an inherent relationship with failure that you have to develop. And it's a slogan that I try to come back to all the time. I think it's a super important one to have in your life. Don't quit. Anytime you feel like quitting, just take a break, take a breather, acknowledge that it's human to want to quit, and move on. You have multiple competing slogans. Just because one of them told you to quit doesn't mean that you don't have another five or six at your disposal to counteract you know, that feeling. So listen to my mom don't quit. <laughs> the second one I heard I always liked was always leave people better than you found them. You know, this is something that we talk about a lot at our dance studio where we work, and it was a great barometer for service. And, you know, it's something that I try to look into in every one of my interactions with my students, with when I'm teaching, uh, and even, you know, out and about. It's something that, you know, don't dwell on conflicts. Don't you know, if you're in a relationship, this is another good one to use because you never want to leave an argument unfinished or a conflict unresolved. It's not a good thing. It's always good to have a baseline of resolution. And if you can, return back to love and make the situation even better than it was before. So that's a great slogan. Treat others as you want to be treated. This is a classic you know, this is something that, and the reason I put this in here, I've been talking a lot to my friends recently, kind of in a tangent conversation about how the Bible and Jesus and all this stuff was really a docu document about the law of attraction and how a lot of interesting things in there, uh, you know, were about that and, and spirituality and not having to do so much with the other stuff. But anyway, that's a side tangent, doesn't really matter for this episode. Whatever you believe is totally fine. But the idea to treat others as you want to be treated, that's one of the oldest slogans that we have been exposed to. And it's a great social tool. It's a social barometer for your behavior because that is the social contract all in one slogan. The whole point of a social contract is that you can be safe and I can be safe if we treat each other the way that we want to be treated. So it is an excellent slogan to come back to, to put into your arsenal. And that's what this is about. It is about creating an arsenal 
with your words and with your language and with your meaning to bring you back from the endless supply of wanting to quit, of, you know, kicking the can over, of cynicism that exists in our world today. So arm yourself with some good slogans. A couple more here for you. I've got uh, Sonal, one of my students and friends. She says, doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. So I love that one. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. You know, failure is inevitable, but with failure, at least you took an action and you learned something, whereas doubt prevents you from the action ever to begin with, and that is really the ultimate failure. So next one I got from Brett. He says, loved, hated, but never ignored. So that one's pretty powerful, very interesting, kind of rise above the love and hate and all of the back and forth, but really be present. That's what that means to me. Maybe it means something else to you. So uh, Tiffany K says, stay sharp and happy shaving. I think that's having to do with her razor business there. That's a good one. Diane M says, take your passion and make it happen. She says she raised her kids on that slogan. And I love that one because at the end of the day, life is too short to not pursue the things that are important to you. And that is one of the central ideas of this podcast, too. It's create a life you love. Create a life you love. You know, that's a slogan that came to me. And I'm like, you know, I really, I really like that. I really like that idea. Create a life you love. Take your passion and make it happen. Whatever it is, go for it. The universe is a symphony. We're all uh, different instruments designed to play together. Take your instrument up and join the sound and play while you're alive because it's not going to last forever. Another one here. Uh, this one's kind of on a funnier side, I guess. Stephanie. <laughs> Shout out to Stephanie here. Fake people have an image to maintain. Real people just don't give a bleep. I'm going to bleep that. Thank you, Stephanie. This is not an explicit podcast, so we'll just bleep the last part. Good one. I like that. It's pretty bold. <laughs> Definitely a little on the funnier side. Okay, Anita, if can is your mentality, then can is your reality. I love that one. That one's great. Can-do attitude. If can is your mentality, then can is your reality. You know, a lot of these are, are very powerful, and that's the whole point of a slogan. That's the whole point of a catchphrase is that it activates your mind, your creative mind, when you hear a slogan that you can relate to, that gives you an emotional response, that has significance to you, meaning, that is the whole world. It is a tool to change your state. If you're, that's why people get tattoos and, you know, bumper stickers or whatever else. These words, they draw our minds and consciousness to a particular point, a feeling, uh, you know, a state of being. So that's why it's so important to use language in your favor because you are already using it and most of the time you are not using it in your favor because we tend to complain, we tend to describe and tell other people our negative experiences. So you are already working against yourself just by human nature. So use language as a tool for creation, as a powerful tool to change your emotional state and to come back to 
what's important to you. So moving on, I got a couple more here. Daniela, and we're not in it for the income. We're in it for the outcome. That's her dance studio's slogan. I like that a lot. I think that's really cool. Being process motivated, being motivated about what is the outcome for your students, for your clients. It's not about the income. It's about the outcome. Shifting is a great example of a slogan that helps to shift your awareness from something that, let's say, is negative to something that's positive. In this case, don't worry so much about the money because the money will come if you worry about the quality of the work that you do. So it's a great tool to bring your consciousness back when it steers off course. And that's the power of these slogans. So Cindy B says, talent left untrained, unused, and not shared is like a gift left unopened. I really like that one. I love getting gifts and I love giving gifts to people. And it is such a waste. Imagine if you go through all this effort to make a gift, you know, beautifully wrapped, put it in some, you know, it's the perfect gift for that person. It's exactly what they wanted and they never open it or they don't even know about it. You know, how terrible is that? So this is a great way to paint a picture. You know, slogans paint a picture of what what it is. You know, and talent is a gift. It's talent in itself is is an idea. It's a it's a concept. But if we associate it to a gift, we all know what that would feel like to put a lot of work into the perfect gift and the person not opening it. So now you can tune into that emotion. You can feel it. And then you can associate it to, oh yeah, now a concept, an idea, talent left untrained. It's like, oh, I get it now. You know, so that's the power of language. That is the power of a slogan. It can paint pictures for your mind and get you there to feel what you need to feel rather than just knowing it in your mind. This next one's a classic. Ori E says, work hard, play harder. <laughs> I like that, you know, play harder. So work hard for sure, but you know life is too short. Make sure you play even harder. So one more here. I thought this one was, this one's more of a comedic relief. It was going around a while ago. I think it was a BMW ad I saw. It was for used cars. It was like a luxury BMW. And it had this picture of a very attractive girl in like a a guy's, you know, business shirt or something like that. And you could tell she probably had spent the night. And it said, you know you're not the first one, but do you really care? And then it had the BMW logo on there. <laughs> I think they had to pull the ad, but I thought that was pretty clever. So anyway, that one's not much of an inspirational slogan, but I thought it was funny. So slogans, be aware of your slogan, what you say, what you don't say in your mind. Come back to it regularly. Have several slogans. And you have to have a lot of different slogans that you come back to. Put them up on your wall. Put them up. You know, I'm not saying to get a tattoo, but if that's your thing, you know, that can be very effective. Put them on your uh, car. Write them down on your phone. Have it as a background. You know, people use vision boards all the time. Well, words can act as a vision-inducing mechanism. You know, slogans can change, and it's okay to change them, but the principle should always stay the same. What does it contribute what are the good guiding principles that you are creating your slogan by? Because 
you live in a world with other people and there are always considerations to have about the impact you have on others, what you want to give, what you want to be in the world. And the most rewarding life period is one where you are contributing, where you have, a you know, they. I read this uh, recent study on health and longevity. And the top two factors to our health and longevity have nothing to do with diet and exercise or anything else. The top two are social. What is your integration in society? As in, what is your purpose? You know, having that sense of being integrated, you know, belonging, that kind of thing. And what are your social relationships like? Positive social relationships, having good friendships, having, you know, a family, those kind of things. Those two factors are the most important for our survival and sense of fulfillment and happiness in life. So ultimately, everything has to have that consideration. You know, your slogan should always have some component of what are you in the world? What do you want to give to other people? What are you, you know, what's your highest good that you want to see? What do you want to leave behind? Those kind of things, those questions that I asked you at the beginning. So that's pretty much it. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. This will be the first uh, experiment here with the transformation exercise. I want to do a lot more of these in the coming months. So if you have any great ideas, send them over. I love to make an episode about it. This one was about slogans and there are many more, I'm sure. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this show. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, It seems like things are going pretty well. I've got a lot of people interested in this show now. Thank you so much for your effort in sharing it with your friends. I'm on Facebook, uh, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. And drop me a line if you're curious about anything. Say hello. And as usual, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your weekend or wherever you are at this point in time. And remember, what's your slogan? You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the